Well, hello everybody. A very warm welcome to our daily Pack podcast. It's me, Ruth, and it's Tuesday, the eighth of December, which is jolly exciting. I hope you're all doing okay and having a good week, whatever it is that you're doing. I am cold this week. I declare to the world that I am cold, and uh, yeah, I think uh, the weather has definitely taken a turn for the cold, and uh, I'm not appreciating this situation. So. Uh, I'm going to have to put the heating on more. I made the mistake yesterday of ploughing through because I was like, it's not that cold. I'm sure it's not that cold. It's definitely not that cold. Um, and so I got to kind of, and because I'm sitting at my desk for most of Mondays, most of most of the day on Monday, I don't notice it until I get up. And then I got up and I was like, man alive, I can't move. So uh, yeah, I regretted it. And then thankfully I went uh, spinning in the evening and it, if ever you have been cold and you want to get warm, spinning is a brilliant way to do it because you just get very, very hot um, and then you forget that you're cold. And then you step outside again to walk back to the car and then you're like, oh, it's cold, isn't it? Anyway, I'll stop whinging about the about the temperature of, of the world at the moment and uh, uh, pray. Let's pray together. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Reveal among us the light of your presence, that we may behold your power and glory. Um, The earth is the Lord's and all that fills it, the compass of the world and all who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and set it firm upon the rivers of the deep. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, or who can rise up in his holy place? Those who have clean hands and a pure heart, who have not lifted up their soul to an idol, nor sworn an oath to a lie. They shall receive a blessing from the Lord, a just reward from the God of their salvation. Such is the company of those who seek him, of those who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. So uh, yesterday was the feast day of St Ambrose and I wanted to do the feast day of St Nicholas on uh, yesterday because it was important but I missed Ambrose. So Ambrose was a bishop of Milan and teacher of the faith 397 so he was around at about the same time as St Nicholas. I wonder if St Nicholas brought him a present. That would have been brilliant. Uh, So his collect for the day God of hosts, who called Ambrose from the governor's throne to be a bishop in your church and an intrepid champion of your faithful people, mercifully grant that, as he did not fear to rebuke rulers, so we, with with like courage, may contend for the faith we have received through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And so as we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and for ever. Amen. So our Bible reading today is the last few verses of Titus. So this is Titus chapter 3 verses 12 to 15. As soon as I send Artemis or Tychicus to you, do your best to come to me at Nicopolis, because I have decided to winter winter there. Like a hedgehog, I presume. Um, Do everything you can to help Zenos, the lawyer, and Apollos on their way and see that they have everything they need. 
Our people must learn to devote themselves to doing what is good in order to provide for urgent needs and not live unproductive lives. Everyone with me sends you greetings. Greet those who love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. So today's uh, reading from the Irresistible Revolution. I have tremendous hope that a new kind of Christianity is emerging. I'd just like to get here sooner. I'd just like it to get here sooner rather than later. We live in a world of dangerous extremes. These are extreme times, Dr. King said. The question is not whether we will be extremists, but what kind of extremists we will be. Will we be extremists for hate or extremists for love? The world has seen Christian extremists who will blow up abortion clinics and dance on the doctor's graves. We have seen Christian extremists who hold signs that say God hates fags. The world has seen Christian extremists who declare war in the name of the Lamb. But where are the Christian extremists for love and grace? Saul of Tarsus was one of the religious extremists who terrorised the first Christians. Saul was a devoutly religious man and we are told that he studied at the feet of Gamaliel. I know church history isn't everybody's thing, but let me just say that Gamaliel was the grandson of Hillel, who was one of the forefathers of the Pharisees. Hillel was a renowned Pharisee. One of few accorded the title Rabboni, which means our teacher, in contrast to Rabbi, which means my teacher. So that's no small detail. Saul was a distinguished Pharisee, certainly one of those Pharisees who, like in the story of in Luke, could stand up and say, thank you that I am not like the sinners and evildoers. So he made it his duty to snuff out the radical young Jesus movement. He was an extremist, a terrorist, going house to house trying to destroy the church, imprisoning the followers of the way. Acts 8.3 That's from Acts 8.3 and one of those young Jesus followers was a kid named Stephen, known to be the first Christian martyr. As the Sanhedrin are killing Stephen, the scriptures say that Saul was there giving approval to his death and watching over everyone's coats. I'm not sure exactly what that means, but I have a hunch people said, here Saul, hold my jacket while I go pound on that brother. As they are killing old Stephen, he cries out something extraordinary. Lord, do not hold this sin against them. He had heard a statement similar to that before them, to that before from his rabbi, Jesus of Nazareth. Stephen, in the beautiful words of extreme grace, cries out to God on behalf of those who are killing him, and that prayer will be heard over and over and over again from the mouths of the martyrs who come soon after him. It is a prayer that brings redemption. It is a prayer that converts evil rather than destroys evildoers. I don't think it's a coincidence that the next chapter of Acts is about Saul's conversion as he goes on to become Paul, a terrorist converted by scandalous grace. And he becomes an extremist for grace, writing so eloquently of God's love for sinners of whom he counts himself the chief. The contagion of grace. Grace is contagious, just like violence. I always say that if we believe terrorists are beyond redemption, we can rip out half of our New Testament, since it was written by a converted terrorist who became an extremist for grace. It's what happens when we discover that God has a that it's it's what happens when we discover that God has a desperate love for losers just like us. So 
So now our common worship responses. Now it is time to awake out of sleep, for the night is at ha- for the night is far spent and the day is at hand. Now is our salvation nearer than when we first believed, for the night is far spent. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and put on the armour of light, for the day is at hand. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh, for the night is far spent and the day is at hand. So our prayers today come from uh, the Iona worship book. Let us pray. God, you have set before us a great hope that your kingdom will come on earth and have taught us to pray for its coming. Make us ever ready to thank you for the signs of its dawning and to pray and work for the perfect day when your will shall be done on earth as it is in heaven. Living God, you have taught us that faith without works is dead, so temper our faith with love and hope that we follow Christ and give ourselves freely to people in their need. Then the lives we live may honour you. Amen. So let's join all our prayers together by saying the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. Well, thank you again for being with me today. Uh, I look forward to being with you again tomorrow. It will be Wednesday tomorrow. It feels like I'm in that time of the year which happens every year so I shouldn't really be surprised but it happens every year where you get to this point in December and you're like okay I've got to get my head around the next two weeks and sort of figure out well it's actually a bit longer than that isn't it it's three weeks isn't it it's Christmas day is uh two weeks on Friday isn't it so yeah I've got to get my head around the next two and a half weeks what do I do in what order? What's, you know, what what's really high priority for preparation? What can wait? Uh, what do I need to start thinking about now? Like Christmas Day sermon, Christmas Eve sermon, that sort of thing you start thinking about now. So it's kind of getting my head around all of that at the moment, which happens every year, but I feel like it creeps up on me suddenly. Um, uh, every year it feels like it creeps up on me, but there we go. Maybe with experience I shall learn to start preparing for Christmas in about June. Um, And then I'll start talking about the baby Jesus being born in uh, September and really confuse everybody. Um, Anyway, I'll be with you again tomorrow. Have a brilliant day, everybody. The sun is shining. I'd like to say it's a beautiful day, but it's cold. So it's the sun is shining. It is a beautiful day, but it is cold. So wrap up my advice for you today. So may the Lord, when he comes, find us watching and waiting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.